0: A fantastic match day five in Major League Soccer means a fantastic expansion mansion. That's right, Orlando to Cincinnati to St. Paul, there were goals.
1: You want to talk about goals? Chicharito has four and five. What about Gazak and Mihailovic? Brandon Vasquez notched another one. Oh, and that beauty from Uruti.
0: Guys, are you literally just going to name all the goal scorers from the weekend? Yes, of course. That's what we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, let's just start the show and then we can talk about all of them. Sounds good. Okay, this is the expansion mansion. Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of the Expansion Mansion. So glad you could join us, especially those of you who are watching live. We see you and we can't wait to hear from you in the chat. All right, you saw them in the cold open. And here they are, our front three. I'm, of course, Vela. Uh, You could be Chicho, Mariano Trujillo. I'm okay. I'm a little, yeah, I'm I'm OK. And you're you're just Max. (laughs) That's right. Uh, That's it. Max. Max. Just Max. Aerial threat. (laughs) If you played, would you put just Max on the back of your jersey? That would be great.
1: Well, my full name is Maximiliano, so normally they would put, like, Maxi on there. But that's my son's name. So yeah. I would uh, I'd put the Soccer OG. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that is, a,
0: hor- nice. that is a, hor- a horrible plug. But, yes, I'm glad. <laughs> <happy> <laughs> that's that is you. a horrible <laughs> plug. Happy to have Mariano Fox Deportes and, of course, the Soccer OG and voice of LAFC. Max Bretos is here, and we're going to talk a lot of soccer. But, guys, you helped us pass the 1,000 subs mark a couple weeks ago, and now <laughs> we're pushing for 2,000, so we need your help. Share this link to all your football friends and tell them to subscribe to the channel. The soccer community is best when we're all together. Like right now. Yeah.
1: I think will thank everyone who's in the uh, comments. Yeah, they're I mean, they're early, going. ready you to go. rock. Here, guys. Let's go. Welcome. Oof. Let's have a good Monday. It's a big week. Huge rivalry game, and it was a great weekend of action here. In Major League a very good
0: week, soccer. and hmm. the draws out. Like, there's a lot to talk about. A lot of, a lot of action. Hmm.
1: hmm. All right, Vince, it's time to get to the storylines everyone's talking about for Match Day 5 in Major League Soccer. It's time for – Well, oh, you should have kept the camera on me. Hashtag trending.
0: But why do you do it underhand? Hashtag
1: trending.
2: No, that's weird. No, it's not. It's like you're serving.
1: Yeah, yeah. I didn't.
2: I didn't get that. I didn't get that. All right, guys. What do you. What do you guys want to start? What about the good stuff? Yeah, well, what about you're your best I stuff? I know you guys. So what about L.A. Galaxy and Javier Chicharito Hernandez? talk Galaxy. Of course.
1: Yeah, like, people there. Yeah, look, b- people b- want, to talk yeah. talk you, so do want to talk Chicharito. So let's do Hector says Chicharito should be at the World Of course, you
2: guys want to talk Chicharito. But I want to talk about Galaxy going back to the uh, victory road, right? I mean, they started well. They couldn't get results in the last few games. Uh, but now against Portland, which is always tough at home, they had a great performance. Good start. They were able to maintain. Obviously, they had uh, a couple of... Uh, calls in the game that they were under favor but other than that i think chicharito kim street with uh, the other 10 players because it looks like this team is uh, built around javier chicharito hernandez is finally working for greg banning now the question is will they be able to maintain these pace for what uh it's coming uh what do you guys think about la galaxy
1: i i will say this was good about both la galaxy and lafc mm. neither looked ahead to the schedule for their rivalry game here, so they both came out with really good road victories, tough places to play, and then Chicharito season one was a wash, improvement in season two, and season three looks better than season two, and he is a savant. He does one thing. He does one thing very well. It's score goals. He's not gonna he's not gonna wow you with his crossing or maybe his <laughs> tackling or whatever. He scores goals, and you know where he's at, but you can't stop him, so that's uh, That's a testament to what he's able to do, and that's why a lot of people want to see him on the national team. I don't blame him. I think that ship has sailed, but it's certainly a good discussion to have. But uh, Chicharito is such a dangerous guy, and you know, I, for one, am happy to see him settle because it was very tough. Remember, uh, it was his grandmother that he lost or the grandfather. Grandfather, yeah. He was very moved, and it was just – it seemed like a a very cursed start to his MLS campaign. But give him credit. He's worked hard, and now he looks like the Chicharito of old. Mm.
0: Well, to the point about – when the team plays through him, how much better they are. Obviously, it's because he scores goals, yes. and that's what punctuates games. But Greg Vanny took a little bit of a chance in this one. Obviously, no Douglas Costa, so he had the youngsters all out there, and they were all just funneling it towards Chicharito, and he repaid Vanny's uh, faith in him. You know, if you got Cabral, Grancier, and Alvarez out there, they're, they're good players, but they're not really ones that are just going to drag and win the game the way Costa is. So Chicharito shows, hey, with these guys, with just a little bit of service, here's what I can do. It just it still blows my mind. That he can't even get a sniff because when I think of the profile of the way he's playing, he reminds me a lot of a guy that Tata Martino had in Atlanta, Joseph Martinez, who yes. is going to play a little bit in the buildup. More so, he'll he'll dink and dunk to drop it off. Maybe yeah. maybe play one or two passes, but really he's only doing that so he can spin his defender and then just zigzag down down and, and score. So. What is Tata looking for? I got—I don't know. Like I gotta ask you this, or is it just—is yeah. it all mind games at this point? What's going uh, on? I, honestly,
2: I don't have the right answer. What I know is that he deserves to be there, and obviously we've been talking about Chicharito going to the national team from a long, long, long time. But I think that um, the situation around him not being in the national team is just. Uh, putting more uh, wood in the fire you know it, he's using all these comments and all this uh uh smoke around it uh to you know fuel himself and and make a point that he deserves to be there in the national team in the world cup or in the nation's league or in the friendlies or whatever he deserves to be part of that squad especially because uh nowadays he's the best number nine uh, the me- the best mexican number nine uh in any league in the world so uh, honestly i don't know what tato martin is yeah. thinking
1: None of the, the attacking options for Mexico are scoring, and that's been through qualifying. Are not
0: healthy or not scoring? They're not healthy. So,
1: it's a real dilemma. The fact that he's not in yet tells me he's not coming because there is. It should have been in this last right. cycle. He was playing well enough to get it. I would. I, you Can know, you this just, is like, getting pretty. can't
0: the fans by bringing him into Nations look, League just to be like, look, he yeah. came in. Oh, no, like cool. you got to do something. I don't. Yeah, or, or there's some it, managers and coaches that an they're not thing. on the same
1: page. Cool. You know, they don't get brought in no matter how well they're playing. Landon, Cuauhtémoc Blanco,
2: mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you put the the group over one single name and uh, a lot of a lot of fans and uh, experts in Mexico are saying, okay, the problem is not the number nine, the problem is the creation and elaboration of offensive uh, football for the number nine and that's right, but if you have Chicharito, you're closer to score goals, so mm. I don't know, hopefully this can... Uh, get it fixed soon.
1: Yeah, we'll have much more on uh, Chicharito a little bit later as we get big game in Los Angeles yes. on Saturday night. Uh, Philadelphia. We talk about the Western Conference, but how about the Philadelphia Union starting to become an elite team in Major League Soccer, being successful over a longer stretch of time? They sell. They say goodbye to Brendan Aronson, Mark McKenzie, and they, they moved on from Casper Shabilko, who's a really savvy find in Europe. That this is a club. With their technical director and their, their their staff there, they're able to find. And they've reloaded. They have found Julian Caranza scored a goal from Miami. He was much maligned, and now he's scoring goals for this club. New young players coming through. Quinn Sullivan, 18-year-old. We talk about this academy. You could put it up against any academy in Major League Soccer, including FC mm. Dallas. Mm. And Daniel Gazdag is not a DP, but playing like one and playing like an MVP candidate. I like this team a lot, and I have every indication. Remember... Jim Curtin lost his assistant coach, lost uh, Chris Albright as well from that franchise and it that club, I should say, and it hasn't stopped him from becoming an excellent club. This is a real deal team.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, Daniel's in the chat saying, does Philly need to worry about their coach getting poached? I think so, because he's done such a good job. But to your point, you brought up Dallas and their academy and how everyone wants to shine a light on Dallas's academy. But this Philly team is is the full view, the 360. I agree. They look at every avenue to make themselves better because, yes, their academy clicks just about the pace, maybe slightly below Dallas. They haven't sold a $20 million player yet, but they click along. They refill positions. They have a system that they like that they know that they can scout for. They go out and get a gauze dog who's not a DP. They're willing to spend DP money, maybe not LFC DP money, but they're willing to take every avenue available to them. And guess what? Their academy is good, and they win. So Dallas shouldn't be the shining light. It should be Jim Curtin in this Philadelphia. Team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a
2: great question, a question by Daniel. Because uh, when you see the whole picture, the whole landscape, I think every every piece is in the perfect spot, right? But if you take Jim Curtin out of this environment, will he respond in a team like LA Galaxy? Just to say something, mm. uh, I don't know. It, it's it's kind of question. It, it's kind of a great question, but. Um, Talking about uh, results, uh, I want to show you something, guys, because Philadelphia Union tweeted some numbers a few days ago. And if you add the numbers and the points of the last three seasons, Philadelphia Union is... In first place, oh, top of it.
1: I like the title. We did the math. That's, we did that's the what happens when sit you sit in an angry when you get voice. <laughs> yeah, when you get a salty Twitter admin. We did the math. Good graphic though, though. I like it. Is it is good. It's a, know, that's a that's a big sample size too. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, we don't.
2: We we only see the last result, and you're as good as your last result, right? That's what they say. But when you see the numbers, you can see that Philadelphia <laughs> Union has a plan, and they're going in the right direction to Hopefully soon, winning an MLS Cup.
1: Some. Uh, Chicago greater than Philadelphia according to Soccer USA. Just uh, Chicago a great story, but they're not yeah. scoring any goals, so no. Philadelphia. <laughs> maybe you just, are...
0: meant, like, maybe you just meant, like as a city. With, oh, like, there's no question. Been Chicago food. is better.
1: Chicago, yeah, well, well, but well, I don't know yeah, about yeah, team. Well, yeah, I mean. All due yeah. respect to Philadelphia, but Chicago's elite status because of what you can get there. Good seafood too, actually. Yeah. Fun. Uh, it's. Uh, <laughs> it's Philadelphia. I'd I, I love to talk more about the academy because I mean, even with Brendan Aronson, his brother comes off the bench. McGlynn's yeah. off that bench. It's a. It's. It's more than one guy, mm-hmm. and they're finding way to, to to restock time and time again. This is not a team that's going to have a bad year. They know they're going to keep this momentum.
0: Yeah, it's all about this. Look, we said it was a slow build, and and when we say connecting academy, it's not just bringing guys up. It's knowing that the guys, the way that they're playing, they can seamlessly go into Philly. So. They yes. Really looked at it, and they've really said this is how we can optimize what we have. That's a place. great point. That's a great
2: point because you're developing players, so when they get to the first team, they play the same way they play when they were in the academy. And the only way that you can accomplish that is by having a structure, a soccer philosophy, the great coach, or the right coach, the bringing the the perfect international players. And I think everything is coming into place for Philadelphia Union. Plus, Jimmy Curtin is a former teammate. He's a great friend, so I really hope that they can collect some silverware. Oh, that's nice.
0: I'm gonna move us along in this MLS weekend. It was something I thought I would never ever say. What? FC Cincinnati and Montreal played the most entertaining, craziest game I've seen this season. It was four to three victory for Montreal over Cincinnati. I was watching NYCFC versus Toronto. Max, what game did I, you that time I was watching Chicago-Dallas.
1: There was like three games, and we all chose poorly. Yes. Chicago-Dallas, <laughs> lots of yellow cards. No goals. Zero, zero. yeah. There's no I goals. And then you'd one. see the goals ticking up. I go, that's going to slow down. Another one, another one, another one. And then you're like, I, I chose the wrong game.
2: Yeah. Look, if you are uh, an expectator fan, you know, sitting on the couch, enjoying a game, this is great. Seven goals. You know, uh, open game back and forth is amazing. But if you are Pat Noonan or Nanzi, because it's it's in French, is my French right or no? It's not bad. Yeah, yeah. Nanzi. Okay. Well, it's pronunciation. If you, if you, if you are like, if you are one of the coaches, you you are not happy with it. Mm-mm. You know, you cannot concede three or four goals. A lot of things to fix. But as an spectator, as a fan, this this was a great great game.
0: Mm-hmm. If you're sitting on the couch and you're like, uh, how do I choose which game to watch? I'll now give you two reasons why to watch either Philly or. Uh, FC Cincinnati and Montreal, it's Jordi Mihaljevic and Brandon Vasquez. And as I'm looking at those guys playing, the way that they're playing, I'm wondering, do they have U.S. national team potential? Because they play in positions, an attacking midfielder that can connect some passes, score some goals, and a number nine. Those are the two positions that this national team is sorely crying out for. Forget your, your right back's. From Montagal Black and whatever, Germany. Scafu? Yeah. You were talking about Scafu? Joe Scali, Scafu. (laughs) It's about those positions. But is there enough time for these guys to continue to work their way maybe into a national team picture before Qatar?
2: Well, I think Vasquez, is, it's a tough one, right? Because, uh, yes, he's a physical presence. He's on fire at the moment. Um, I think uh, he still needs to develop a little bit, and if you want a number nine that will bring some goals in important games, I think you have another name in New England Revolution. And some fans might not agree with me, but I think Josie Altiller is still in the mix. I thought you were going to say uh, part.
0: Busca somehow was going to become a U.S. citizen. No.
1: <laughs> Someone said to me, hey, is it, can we naturalize Valentin Castellanos? I go, yeah, yeah. that's great if you could yeah. do it. I don't know how, how that works, but go right ahead. We need I, a number nine. I don't like it, though. But what does Josie have to do
0: between now and then? Like, how many goals would he have to score? First, he needs to
2: play. Forget about the That's goals. Start. He, he needs to play yeah. because... If he's on the field, he will find his rhythm, and you don't want him to score a whole bunch of goals. You want him to score the goals that he needs to score at the right moment, at the right time. And I think he is the guy. But uh, Mihalovic, I think he's a great player, offensive-minded, good in a one v one, and uh, these last performances it's a proof that yes, he can compete with the guys currently with the national team. So I think he has a chance.
1: Mihalovic, but- I definitely. Mm-hmm. And we look at the midfield pecking order. I think it's this order: McKinney, Adams, Musa. Mm-hmm. Uh, La Costa, Delatore, I'm going down, Bucio. Yeah, really and cool. I think Delatore and Bucio, Mihalovic compares to both those guys in what he's able to do. So I think he's going to get a sniff here pretty quickly. He's been playing too well not to. Pops off the page. That first goal was phenomenal. If the U.S. team continues to fail in that number nine position with goal scoring, and look, Ricardo Pepe moved out wide for Ellsberg and played his best game. Josh Sargent moved out wide. Uh, for Norwich and played his best game. No, it's it feels jinx. Somebody has to be in that position to score because that's the 11 he's going to play with. Maybe it is Brandon Vasquez. I think if, if things get a little hairy, they will look for somebody who they feel can do the job.
0: Well, I think the one thing you have to give Greg Berhalter credit for is he has expanded the pool and has at least given guys a lot of look. Still a little bit of time between now and then. I think yeah. I think Mihalovic for sure will get a, a, another look because, like Max said, he's closer. But maybe Vasquez, just take – Take a look. He can be a surprise package. I mean, yeah. in World Cup years, it's just the guys scoring goals sometimes. It doesn't matter who they're scoring against. Well, but imagine the, the message. If
2: you call Vasquez, I'm not saying that you have to worry about but uh, what, what will Pippi say? Like, okay, I'm not good enough. I'm not there yet. So, as a coach, you have to – got to score goals. All your moves. Yeah.
1: But uh,
0: I don't know. We'll see. The yeah, fans, if I, the if I'm, I'm Greg started, Berhalter, I'm saying, well, what am I doing after this World Cup anyway? So, I might as well just <laughs> try to
1: go for it. <laughs> got some big options from everyone there. A lot of people yeah. seem to agree about Mihalovic, Vasquez, not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Uh, We'll see. Mm, 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 mm. Good problems to have. Seattle, they are for real, as you don't need me to tell you that, as they took on Minnesota and were victorious. Jao Paulo, one of the goals of the season thus far. Seattle being kept busy with CONCACAF Champions League, which will be back in action this week. All the big heavy hitters, the Rusnak, Rui Diaz, Lodeiro, Jao Paulo, all playing And this was a real statement of a game, because Minnesota's a good Western Conference team. But Seattle was, no, they were, they came out and set the tempo and it's, this is always gonna be one of the teams to beat. They proved it again here. There's so much talent everywhere. And that midfield, oh boy, that's impressive. The
0: pace was great in this game. It it was a game of of two midfields. The quality in the midfields, the ability to play a pass, the the ability to know when to combine, play out the back, when to just go quick and play in transition. That's what makes great games. We need more of these. Quite frankly, we need more of these yeah. games in MLS. Yeah. We're, we're, to we, what we were saying, when we sit on our couch and go, oh, let me just turn on this game, it can end up into a game. Yes, it wasn't 4-3, to three, but technical quality of seeing Renoso go against Sao Paulo, Rusnak, Ladero, uh, and then seeing some great saves from Dane St. Clair. Uh, this was just a great game.
1: A shout-out for Obed Vargas. I believe that's who you're talking about for Soccer USA. Yeah. When you talk about the Sounders midfield, the 16-year-old, Yep. For he Alaska. Picked, he yeah. picked a
0: pretty sweet pass. And for a 16 year old to do that in a high leverage game, I think it was yeah, 2 to 1 at that moment, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, this, this game went through quality midfields.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Even though I didn't see uh, Bebelo Reynoso at his best, I think he was a little off. He was trying, of course. Uh, but I really like what Brian Schmetzer is doing with Seattle. Uh, last season, we were like, no, 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 a lot of changes. They're not going to do well. Well, look what they did, right? This season is the same thing. They're com- they're in the semifinal of CCL, and they're competing. I think if, if you don't know MLS and you can uh, pick a team to give an example of what MLS is, I think Seattle sunders would be the perfect team because they know how to play which moment put your foot on the gas which moment slow down a little bit when uh, when is the right time to put Lodeiro and joao paulo uh, christian roldan even arreaga the center back now he's a starter i really like arreaga uh, he's an international ecuadorian uh, i think it was a great game but uh but seattle it, it, it's an amazing team as, as you know um i think it's uh what you as a coach and as a fan um uh, want your team to play in mm-hmm.
0: tv well we talk about Philadelphia and Dallas and their academy. Seattle's now connecting yeah. their academy. There you really go. Well. I, mean, there you go. I, I guess i got to put Seattle in that same category as Philly as teams that really got it right. And I yeah. know that a lot of teams like LAFC got a lot of publicity. Obviously, Atlanta got a lot of publicity. But in the long run, it's mm. the Seattle yep. uh, expansion that has really been the marker, the high mark, of what you want to be when you come into this league. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, let's move on, guys. New York City FC
2: is also in the CCL. Uh, champions League semifinal they play against Toronto and uh, I don't know what's going on with their current champions they are the champions they have quality they have uh, chemistry or at least they did in the last uh, season they're doing okay internationally but do you guys think they're still uh, dragging uh, the, the they still have a little bit of confetti in their hair or what's going on with it's New York City FC? It's
0: got to be I, I mean I watched I watched the first half of this NYCFC Toronto game and they were creating chance after chance and not finishing so I, I just wonder if They're thinking, well, we won MLS Cup. We really want the bigger trophy. We want to be that first MLS team to Mm. win CCL. But I don't know. Can you turn it off and on? Like, can you count on that? Is Mm. is that something that you can say, yes, we can reserve ourselves? I know it's a long season. You can always get back into the playoffs. But I just worry about when they have to get into the toughest moments Mm. to just turn on that quality. Because right now, it seems like the only thing that's lacking is that little bit of focus and quality.
1: Mm. I I mentioned Castellanos really quickly as a guy that – we should naturalize, but he's not played well. It's one of these cases of God, all this talk, $10, $15, 15000000 million. was to West Ham or some other Premier League clubs. Mm-hmm. When that doesn't happen he stays there, you always see this, this drop, and you've certainly seen it in this case. You know, New York City FC, I think they're going to be okay in the big picture thing. They'll get this CONCACAF Champions League. Clearly, they're prioritizing that uh, the way they're playing. You can mm-hmm. see two different teams, although they did have a, a bit of a rough one in that second leg against Comunicaciones. Yes. New York City FC should be okay, but for the here and now, they uh, it's a, a the pieces aren't falling into place. But I, I, Castellanos is one concern. Finding that 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 symmetry in the midfield is another one. Maxi Morales is Morales is there, but getting up there as well to be an everyday player, I think that's going to be a bit of a stretch. There's some issues there, but I have faith that this is a team will resolve them. And be active in the summer market.
2: Mm. Campeonitis, uh, soccer USA said championship hangover. So maybe there's a little bit of that. Campeonitis, that's what we said in Spanish. Uh, uh, I don't know. I think they have a lot of quality. I think Magno, uh, and you were talking a few, a few shows ago about the uh, not DP players performing at mm-hmm. a DP level. Rodriguez didn't perform kind of well, and uh, they need those players to uh, find that chemistry that led them to winning the MLS Cup. Uh, but they're pretty close to get the first or to get into the final to fight for the first international silverware, and that's that's uh, I think that's huge. So if I was a coach, I would be like, all right, guys, focus on this. We have plenty of time to switch to MLS, and we just need to qualify. Once you're in the playoffs, you still have a chance.
1: Real, real quick, Vince, Daniel says the f- most favorable matchup, and you've always said about this, is for Seattle to get to the final so they can have Lumen Field behind them, oh, and yeah. New York City may not get to play at their park. They pro- No, they can't. They can't play at their park? Yankee
0: Stadium is not CCL qualified, so it'd oh, have to okay. be at... What Red Bull or play the well.
1: so to avoid that to have a real yeah. home field advantage <laughs> because home field is so big it in is. this competition. It is. Look it what is. happened it in New is. England. Yeah, it's like whew. so. Seattle is yeah. probably your best. Bet. I, li- I like I uh, like
2: Jesus Cardenas. Uh, predictions oh yeah pumas i'm okay with that yeah
0: okay with that. We'll i'll see what, what happens <laughs> whatever it is it's
1: going to be a good one i think yeah. you I, I, you want it to be mls league mx i That's think the football final. is
0: going to be good no matter what but i do want to see a great atmosphere and we're not going to get that with nycfc so okay yeah, uh, i agree all right uh that was all the news we have except for a little bit that came through uh, today before we move on here we have to acknowledge uh, from Atlanta, dropped a few hours ago. Ozzy Alonso has torn his ACL in Atlanta's win over DC United. It's a tough blow for the 36-year-old. But it's not just that. Atlanta fans. Joseph Martinez has gone to Pittsburgh to get his knee rescanned after complaining of discomfort. Why Pittsburgh? I wonder.
1: The best doctors. We have great doctors in Pittsburgh and Cleveland. they have great I mean, hospitals. I know, I know
0: that's where Jonas Salk is from in the polio vaccine. But that was like so. No, there's years bad. Ago. <laughs>
1: some good surgeons in in Pittsburgh. Okay. All right, mm, interesting. Mm, mm. That's my knife. That's my knife. Go <laughs> <laughs> yeah. ahead. little surgery. I'm,
0: I'm going to be in trouble because both my parents went to the University of Pittsburgh, and I'm like, why would you go there? But maybe they're like, well, we, I moved think it's, he- we moved here for a reason. I think it's yeah. one
1: doctor in particular, if I'm not wrong, who's up there that yeah. they, the uh, athletes all go. Doc, Dr. Nick?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, Dr. Nick. Well, I mean, honestly, I think uh, Osio Alonso, uh, it, it was an extension from uh, Gonzalo Pineda, Uh, Because he's uh, an experienced player. He has won a a lot of things in MLS. Gonzalo Pineda said publicly that he needed a a guy like Ozzy to bring some character and and some uh, heart and attitude to this team. And and not having him, it's it's a big, big loss to Atlanta United. And obviously, Joseph Martinez, uh, it's it's in another level. So let's see how uh, Gonzalo Pineda can deal with it. They just brought um, uh, a guy from Chivas, uh, uh, Cisneros, from Chivas, Guadalajara. He just joined Atlanta United. So let's see if, if he can help a little bit uh, with that.
1: Just feel bad for Ozzy. I know he's not a warm, cuddly figure, but when, if he's your if you're playing against him, you hate him. Yeah. If he's on your team, you adore him. And he does a lot of the dirty work. And I feel bad at 38. Uh, that kind of injury may, it may be the end of the road for a legendary figure in Major League Soccer, best in his position arguably. And it's one Cubano to another. Yeah, that is rare, air. We don't we, we play baseball. Yeah. We don't have Cuban commentators like me, and we're one in a million or a Cuban soccer player. Mm-hmm. So get well, Aussie. Yes.
0: I just at –
1: Atlanta, it's either boom or bust.
0: Like championship the, or dumpster fire. There's can. no <laughs> between. They've
1: thrown a lot of money at it yeah. and development. It's yep. not happening. Can't figure it out. Be patient. All
0: right. We got, we got to move on, guys, because I have a very special segment for you, too. Okay? Okay. Oh. Okay. The World Cup draw was last Friday, and some of yeah. you may have watched Match and I, Max and I react to it right here on 110's YouTube channel or – the Soccer OG YouTube channel. There's your plug. Thank you. Uh, well, there was a great article by MLS's Sam Jones detailing all the players from MLS who may represent their countries in Qatar. So I decided that I would put together my best 11 okay. from MLS that could take the field at, a 2020, at the 2022 World Cup. Are you guys ready to prove me wrong? I have right. faith in you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well then, we will see. Here. We'll we're see, not, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. doesn't mean yeah. right. right. you're not getting thought, a freebie, I but I have faith that you'll we'll get see, this right. We'll see, we'll see. These guys are playing in MLS now. Now, this is my kind of all-star 11. So, it's going to come from a bunch of different countries. I'm going to start, of course, at the back. Uh, and it's got to be the best goalkeeper in CONCACAF. Matt Turner. Matt Turner.
1: Still on the books, huh?
0: Matt Turner is still on the books for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say this. When he does leave, if he is the backup at Arsenal, Greg Burhalter's had no problem starting a backup for Manchester City. But this is the
1: number one Keeper. He's uh, Who's your up? option? He uh, Didn't I, play well. Did I, think, I think he's he not was, in the yeah, World yeah. Cup yet, but he should. No, he will be. Well, I mean. Oh, New <laughs> Zealand! <laughs> Mariano
0: Trujillo.
2: says <laughs> so not sorry guys.
1: <laughs> But I think uh, Peru is going to be there, so I will. No, I
0: think so too. But Gaese,
1: <laughs> you think so? Bit? Plays better with his national team than the always,
0: club. yes, yeah. That, I but agree. pure that. shot stopper, that's a better pure. Oh
1: yeah, Maxime Crepeau. Oh, that's another one. That was a yeah. tough. That was a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> know, I'm get <laughs> we'll probably see him tomorrow. But the good thing, Vince, you have options. Yeah. We did this segment eight years ago. No. <laughs> yeah. We got nothing. Skip the skip that position.
0: Well, alluding to what my topic might be in stoppage time about goalkeepers and right. how they're important. I will. Okay, let's. Bit. All right.
1: All right. That's hey, so
0: wait, that's right. that's what you're here for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At First, you guys were like, "Hey, he's going to be fine." That's now, that's what we're here for. That's okay, let's move on to the defenders. All right. This is where you guys might start to just to confirm, cause the people on there. These are
1: MLS. Currently in MLS. Currently that are in going MLS, to the World
0: Cup. can play for their national team. All right, my defenders. I'm going to go from right back. I'm going to go right across. I've got DeAndre Yedlin, Walker Zimmerman, Alexander Callens, and New
1: Yes, I like it. All of them are playing for their na- All of oh, them playing for Mario their Anno team.
0: Doesn't.
2: Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, is it, is uh, a starter
0: uh, with the US? On and starting? off. You know, off. He started a couple games. I think the way he played against Mexico, they really should consider. Mm-hmm. Because uh, so many teams now are going for that kind of offset balance where yes. one more attacks, one stays back. I think he can attack a little bit, but he's definitely got the recovery speed. Maybe you put Dest on the left, say, we can be off kilter there, especially yeah. if Pulisic is going to push in a little bit from yeah. the left. Okay, okay. Well, I like
2: Callens. Uh, I like um, Zimmerman, but I will put Aaron Long. I will go with Aaron Long. Good there. shot. I will go so with Aaron,
0: Long. Aaron Long, Zimmerman out, Aaron Long
1: in. Miles Robinson. Yes.
2: Eh. Miles Robinson. But I, I will stick with Aaron Long because I like the center back that can play with the ball a little bit more than just giving passes to the fullback. So I think Aaron Long, now that he's he, he's fit, he can he can pair up with Callens in a great way. And on the left side, uh Palacios. I really like Palacios. Cheeky. Yeah, I like okay. Palacios because he can go forward. Same thing with Jadlin. I think you know who is strong is he goes forward, he he defends very well. You know, but I think with the ball he struggles a little bit in the final third, and I think Palacios can bring that to uh, to the team.
1: What was harder to get, center backs or full backs?
0: Full backs were hard, but this this next group, midfield, was the hardest. Oh boy!
1: Uh, When you say hardest, it mean there's not as that many players? There was there was not that many good players, but then you had like five. But then I had one guy
0: where I was like kind of like, and you'll see. This has a very Concacaf flavor to it. Uh, I've got. Kellen Acosta, okay, Ace Ace Hector Herrera, okay, and Jonathan Osorio, which was the one I, I love the Got one. Got all three,
1: in Canada. Canada USA I think Mexico. he's having
0: a little bit of a tough time figuring out Bob's system at Toronto, but he's just been so good for the number one team in Concacaf. And yeah. I've just, I, I was also trying to think of how these guys fit together. If you have Kellen kind of back there as the six, I'm, I'm assuming he's the six. He can cover ground, pass a little bit. You have two hard workers and Osorio and Hector Herrera who can also maybe chip in a goal from here and there they can arrive at the right time into the box it's going to give going to give you a really good foundation because i I've,
1: I've got he, some forwards but here. i think
2: Herrera plays for Atletico de Madrid right but he's coming here
1: yeah, that's okay. We, yeah, we, okay. we we don't have enough yeah, options, okay? so we got. We don't we, I I right. have
0: enough options. I, try, I, cheated, <laughs> I cheated the system a little bit with Matt Turner. I'm gonna push. I'm gonna push it with <laughs> Hector Herrera. By the time by the time we look at this list again, he'll be here.
1: He'll be a, here. He'll Osorio, be here. when Canada clinched against Jamaica in Toronto, I had this great speech about what it meant, and he was just emotionally drawn, and you could see how proud he is to be Canadian, to be there with his team. I think it's a good shout. I can see what you mean. It's probably slimmer pickings. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you uh, what, I, uh,
0: uh, I did try to go very, very attacking, and one of my players that's on this front line, I was just going to slide him in there for Osorio. Uh, let me just let me just reveal my front three. My front three are Keros Federski, Raul yeah. Ria-Diaz, and I was thinking maybe I could play Shakiri as a very attacking 8-10-ish, which he did at Liverpool. Okay. And, and that would have allowed me even another attacker, although, I, I look, I'm a pragmatic. No Lorenzo Insigne? No Insigne. Ah!
2: If Herrera is there, he
0: <laughs>
1: has to be no, there. No, I mean you. I, I think but, but you but can. <great>. Shows up. <laughs> Sorry. Our Italian. I, I, love, I love Mariano. La, oh, wait a minute. La, la Rosa, la Rosa. Yeah, you guys are hammering me on the rules. But Sorry, then somehow
0: you still get to clown me by saying, You didn't take Insignia. Oh, wait. He's not gone. Yeah. Yes. That's why he's not included. But also, his form is not yeah. the greatest right now. That's,
2: that's true. That's
0: One
1: true. One to watch here, maybe. Brian Rodriguez of LAFC. If he could. Here's the thing.
0: I, I, Shakiri, yeah, Shakiri's just such quality, but I don't think he's really done he has much it. yet. He hasn't,
1: but he plays a lot. I'm just saying, nice if someone ball. looks
0: at this closer to the World Cup and they go, Vince, you didn't have Jean Shakir, you had Brian Rodriguez, I just feel it's a slightly sick. You're so right.
1: You're right. I'm just looking for those alternatives. But again, there are. I think in the there's forwards. a lot of alternatives. I think if Italy did make the what World Cup, Arreola. that'd be a.
0: Yeah. There's a, no. Wingers Wingers were tough. There's a lot of yeah, wingers I mean, that can come through here. Um, even nine. Paul Ariola.
2: Really
1: Paul Ariola's a guy. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: I mean,
2: Ariola is a good option as well.
0: Uh, a little
1: different than what you have. It's, that's a pretty static group, but those are very talented. But yeah, that's a, why like, I had
0: to have that really hard work in midfield. Yeah. Those guys are just going <laughs> to hang out, wait for transition. Okay. Herrera
2: hasn't worked kind of hard lately with Mexico, but okay. okay, I'm with you. I'll okay. Buy it. I'll buy it. You're back in. <laughs> yeah, He's back in. Right? Yeah. You
0: can do this at home
1: as well. You can do this yeah, at home. Yeah, of
0: course. Tweet at us your your MLS best 11 that, that could go to the World Cup, which means… Yeah, maybe Chicharito. Which means no Italy players.
2: If Chicharito is it's, uh, in the
0: national team,
2: yeah. he will be. Maybe if we do it oh. enough,
1: Tata
0: will be like, they're right.
1: Someone's mentioning Mark Anthony K. Mark,
0: Mark Anthony, Anthony K. K. I I like Osorio.
2: He's a, a little
1: bit
0: That's better high. in this in this role. Okay, okay. Uh, okay. Plus, he doesn't get double yellow
1: color. And we could also include a Chicharito for argument's sake, right? I'm just saying. Yes, yes. Osorio,
0: Osorio stay on the field longer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all
0: right, all right. All right, guys. Speaking of soccer played outside of MLS, our show, Football Without Borders, continues this Thursday at 4 p.m. That's live right here. On the 110 Football YouTube channel, we'll break down the first legs of the Champions League quarterfinals and all the title races heating up around the globe. Mariano will join me and we'll have a new addition to the 110 Football family. She's got a fantastic CV, so you won't want to miss that show. And miss Not revealing content. that
1: information, huh? No, of
0: course not. That's no. called a tease, friend. Yeah. It's a
1: good tease. Did that I earlier today. I'll be here. I mean, CV? CV. CV. CV.
0: Max, CV. Max hates the English, Englishization, or I can't even say it right, but the English Anglic- Anglization? Really. He hates when <laughs> people say two nil. What, what are some <laughs> other ones that you really don't like?
1: Got a great, got a great kit, kit. going. Kit?
0: So you really kit? You're a pound, you're pounded, right? You're kit pounded. sounds cool.
1: Yeah. All um. right, guys.
2: Internet is always fun. And uh, what do you guys think if we go and check the meme
0: of the week? It's Whoa. the meme of the week. It was, it was somewhat slim pickings, what? somewhat slim pickings this week. But yeah. I think we found one that is uh, at least will make you chuckle. Okay. Okay. Right. Oh no. Let's see it. Let's see it. Let's, Let's see it. it. Oh
1: it? no! <laughs> uh, oh. I almost thought he dressed like a referee, but he's not. He's in his. There's uh,
0: one group of people you can always pick on, and everyone from MLS will agree with you. It's the referees.
1: I will say, Pro does have these phone call, these meetings. You where they keep saying everything.
0: this, and I'm wondering when and when they are actually be a good very
1: team. pleasant and humble, and they they try to be as transparent as possible. There's going to be a little more transparency, I think, on the field as well. It's a tough job, but it uh, is. It's got – the standard always has to improve.
2: Okay. All right.
1: There were plenty of player of the week-worthy performances on match day five. We're going to highlight three of them now in our MLS player of the week segment. Vince, the floor is yours. Ooh. ooh. Let's go back
0: to that uh, Minnesota-Seattle game, and one of the reasons why I said the midfield was such quality was this guy. Joao Paulo, <laughs> incredible player. I mean, just a one-man engine room. Uh, he can set the tempo. He can combine little passes. He passes and moves, gets you down the field. But he also knows – when to play the ball long, and he has quite the long ball that he can send on him. Uh, He hit a pass to Nico Ladero in this game where he literally just looked real quick to his left and then hit this ball cross field, perfect bend, right on Ladero's foot. Uh, But also, he's a bit spicy, and I like that about him. He is not afraid to get into the tackle. You'll see him in and around both teams' boxes. I mean, there's a reason why he's getting a little bit of MVP uh, talk because he's just been playing so well. And then, of course, when he can chip in with the type of goal that he hit in Minnesota, you know that he's always going to have. It's like every year, he's a goal of the year contender with a couple of his strikes. Mm. So he's just a he's a fantastic player. We need. I think we we've we've reached the 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 time where we've got these high quality attackers, both young and old. We need more high quality midfielders. Yeah, I think two way why, players. It's why we miss Edward Atuesta so much, but at least we still have Joao Paulo. Elias Sanchez has been very good, but more yeah. good two way midfielders.
1: With mm. with with Seattle, it's we knew they had the the three DPs and Rusnak. And Ruiz Diaz and Lodero, they all played, mm-hmm. but it's still Gianpaolo. It feels like he brings it all together. I, I, I was watching that game, and I was just really impressed. One of the better performances, if not the best performance, by a player in a game in MLS. Yeah. That said, not my player. And,
0: and only, he only had to score one goal. That's Ruti. everything else he does. Mm.
1: Maxi Uruti. Does he have Uruti on the back of his shirt or Maxi? No, no I think he went Ruti back to Ruti. 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 He went Talk Ruti.
0: about a guy that never saw that never saw a shot he didn't like.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy could be in the league another five years, the way he's going.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. All right, guys. All right, guys. My player of the week is obviously Javier Chicharito Hernandez. Yes, he scored two goals. But Beans mentioned, mentioned this before, I think Javier Hernandez this season, it's bringing together the whole team. He's, and, and actually his attitude when he scores the first goal, you know, he was going to celebrate one side, like, no, 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 hold on a second. Let's just go back to the guy that gave me the assist, which is uh, Grant here. Uh, Amazing cross, and he was, he, he was right there with the whole team. I think his attitude is bringing the team together. He's making his teammates better. Even Efrain Alvarez, you know, he's also part of the mix with Tata Martino. He had a great performance. And I saw a, a, a few um, attitudes from Javier Chicharito Hernandez last season when he was going with uh, through the up and down on the roller coaster that I didn't like as a former player. When I cannot connect the pass, if you're complaining, waving your hands, I, I didn't like that from mm. former teammates. Now in this season, Javier Hernandez is all positive, clapping to their teammates. Obviously, the movement on the field, and I want to bring this video to you guys because word cannot... Oh. Uh, Thanks for bringing some video, Mario. Explain Mariano. what Javier Chicharito Hernandez does. That's really, really good. As Th- a defender, that center back is hating life. Oh man, of course. He has a belly button in his back right now. Because he's like, from <laughs> back, front, front belly back. Button Where, are back. Where are you going? Where are you going? As a Let's defender, it how do you defend that, right? You, you have to keep an eye on your ball. If we can see that again, you have to keep an eye on the ball. Boom, you have to, boom. Okay, he's going here. He's going there. What do yeah. I do? Then the cross is amazing. It's, it's precious and precise. But Javier Hernandez's movement is unique. So that's, that's why Javier Chicharito Hernandez is my player of the week because he's going back to what he did with Man United
1: and Real Madrid. I, I give Greg Vanney a lot of credit for that that's as well because when they, they had Chicharito come in, they had to how do we get the most out of him? And when healthy, you've got to change the style. Mm-hmm. You've got to come out, out wide so you can set him up in some positions, and they're doing that as a team. This is their number one. They've, they have Chicharito. They started to build around him, and yeah. so far it's working.
0: Yeah, hmm. if, yeah as, long as, as long as they can't bracket him with two center backs, Anytime he's 1v1 with a center back, it's
1: over. It is, yeah. Time now for my player of the week, and those are two great candidates, but I'm going a different direction. Oh. Georgi Mihaljevic, hmm. who has been getting all sorts hmm. of plaudits because of his play to get him on the national team. Many were surprised he didn't get that call up in the last window. I think it's coming, and we discussed that a little bit earlier today. Uh, Vince hates these things, and so do I. When they're on on uh, <laughs> on Twitter or on social media – where someone <laughs> splices together a highlight reel of a player. So they take out all the bad stuff. But when do they ever
0: show them, like, giving the ball away? They don't. They Got don't. Right. So that's right. why you
1: can't look into it. But yeah. they the well one with Mihalovich, it was impossible not to see it. I mean, because it was a little bit longer. There was great play. His first goal was magnificent. He has uh, a skill set that sometimes – I don't want to say this is kind of an insult, but you don't see a guy like that that often – in MLS. A, a real good ball carrier, a guy with all we these create, technical we skills. We don't create
0: a lot of players like that in the U.S. because no. we're so afraid of having dribblers. It reminded me a little bit of great great point. a guy, great Stu
1: point. Holden, when he was in his prime and he came out. Yeah. He was the kind of guy no one expected and he's coming out of the Dynamo hey, this guy's kind of got it. So a little bit like that, although he's a little bit more forward, but again, he could do so many things. And Georgie Mihaljevic's two goals for Montreal, helping keep that team afloat. They had a nice run in the CONCACAF Champions League. And anyone that Makes you have to watch Montreal games. We all learned our lesson, right? No more Dallas, <laughs> Chicago, or New England, whatever it is. Red yep. Bulls, stick with Montreal.
0: Turn on Montreal and watch Jordy Mahalovich. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. He's going to get in that national yeah. team call-up. Do you I think, think so? yeah. yeah, I, mean, I think is, in June. At least we'll in
0: that. one of the friendlies or, or Nations League is still going to happen, I guess, leading up to it. So why not? Yeah, he's
2: Look. 23. He still have uh, plenty of way to go and, and learn. Uh, he's he's being a uh, solid player, consistent player. Uh, he's ma- he's making better decisions with and without the ball. So the first goal was was, was amazing. All right, guys, uh, we want to hear from you. So if you are in the chat, and if you're not in the chat, I don't understand why you're not in the chat. So send
0: us some questions yeah, we're because all friends. we're here for you.
2: What do you have? Uh,
0: S- well, speaking of you asking for questions, this is what you get for really asking oh, for questions. I, 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 I solicited it on Twitter, and... Uh, Andre sent me this question and it says specifically ask Mariano Oof. who he would rather play for if he was still playing LAFC or Galaxy <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Cholos or
1: uh, Santos yeah, Laguna. Yeah, yeah.
2: Now, I a, mean either way you're you're in trouble here. That's a tough one I was a former Chivas USA player and uh, we were neighbors and I wasn't happy with uh, Galaxy being my neighbor He was mm-hmm. a he was a rivalry uh, I mean, probably wasn't as big as LAFC, so I didn't I, I didn't like Galaxy before, but uh, honestly, um, I think Galaxy it's it's uh, the most winning club in MLS. I think it's it's the face of the league. When you go to Europe, the first thing they say is Galaxy, right? And I feel uh, a strong connection with LAFC and the style of football and what what they're building. It's it's a it's a organization. It's a franchise that you want to be part of it, mm. either being on the field or outside of the field. With this being said. Um, I think I would like to be part of Galaxy. I would like to be Oh! because it, it's a face of the league, honestly, you know, and when you play for LA Galaxy, you have the, the spotlight and and you can see your your highlights in Europe and it would be great to play
0: for for a team like Galaxy. You you laid it out you laid it out so diplomatically. I, th- <laughs> I thought no, I thought I thought he was gonna go Sorry you know, to my thirty two fifty two friends. Yeah. No, I'm there's, sorry. there's, there's I, I honestly thought you were gonna be like, there's this and this, but <laughs> All things being said, Pumas. And be like, wait, what? That was what
2: we said. <laughs> oh, no, no, I no. Mean, I'm, I'm, straight. I'm a straight. And I uh, thank you for the, for the question. Right. I mean,
0: that was a tough one. All right. Soccer USA has a great question. If Gio Reyna <laughs> Sorry, starts, fine. who's the odd man out on the U.S. national team? So I guess it depends on where we're putting him.
1: Probably Musa. McKinney, so healthy. Him a, so
0: you're putting him in midfield then. Mm, so yeah. Adams, McKenzie. Who's, who's the what? I didn't hear that. If, if Gio Reyna's playing, starting okay. for the U.S. national team, mm-hmm. who's the odd man out? So uh, it's either someone across that front three, or to Max's point, he thinks Musa comes out. Although, I, uh, I, great point, great, great point to the producer. Play him
2: as a as a false nine. You were asking Ooh. about Mihailovich playing there. Do Do you remember that? Uh, amazing run that he had at the stick Stadium, just dribbling. Oh, of course, yes. if you put him in that spot, finding the pockets behind the holding midfielders, I, I think he can be amazing.
0: But how easy is it to ju- like? We say this. But
2: but I think he talking. can carry
1: the ball from further back. No, 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 which yeah, is I,
2: good. no.
0: I know he can, but we're saying like find those pockets of spaces. That's the actual hardest part. Uh, yes,
2: but he plays for Borussia Dortmund, and usually that's what that's what they
0: do. And he's like a ten for Dortmund. How they Durbin. play exactly. Yeah. So I would love to see him there, honestly. What if he's on the wing and Tim Way is the nine? Tim ways is just trying to run in behind.
1: This just, is getting exhausting about how we find a nine. It really is. It's troubling. <laughs> yeah, or just <laughs> we've got to figure it. Yeah, Someone's uh, got to step up. It's like I, twenty candidates. Yes. I don't
0: like him in midfield per se, even though you do need more quality. Because like, if you're dropping Musa, hmm. I, I just he's such quality and the ability. Yes. Talk about a player that again we don't craft midfield players that, that can drive the ball forward with their feet, well, by dribbling the ball, by mm. being confident on the ball. I like what McKinney does because he can arrive late and score. I just I feel like he's got to be on that front line somewhere. So I, I wouldn't want to drop him into midfield and drop one of those three.
1: Mm-hmm. Daniel Angel, no relation to Juan Pablo, or maybe, uh, <laughs> <laughs> who's rebuild? I mean, Juan Pablo's Angel doing very well. He's playing in uh, Colombia, I think, for Atletico Nacional. But uh, Daniel Angel, whose rebuild pays off sooner, quakes or inter? I so, mean,
0: are the Quakes even rebuilding? This is intra Miami, correct? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what the Quakes are. Doing. They got they got a nice result. They're down two against Austin Can, FC yeah, and Rail to come true. back and Can tie. Can they it. really be truly rebuilding until they get rid of Matias Almeida? Like it's just always gonna be the same same stuff, right? I don't think so. And and I'm not saying that
2: Matias Almeida is a bad coach. I think um, he's not a good fit for for MLS because his style of football requires. Uh, players and a different level. And I'm not attacking uh, San Jose players, mm. but obviously in this league, we have some locks, we have some rules that you have to follow. And that's a limitation for Matias Almeida. When he was in Mexico, he had the best. He won a championship with Chivas, uh, a few, but uh, after when they sold uh, the best players, you know, he was going to relegation. Mm. So I think uh, Matias Almeida needs to move from San Jose to a better team probably, and that will start the uh, building of a different uh, team in San Jose.
1: I think Inter Miami. My- <laughs> I would say, I would say, I is Inter
0: Miami even building No, they
1: are. There's but- ambition in Inter Miami yeah. more so than the Quakes, just by the fact that they're Mateus-
0: handcuffed more, even more so. They are handcuffed yeah, if more. Wants, if Matias wants to complain, call Phil Neville, see what it's like over there.
1: They've tried to be creative. True. They've tried to be creative in some of these moves, and it hasn't worked. Because right now Miami is sunk to the bottom. So that's it's an interesting question, but uh, more than anything, by, by the way, the, the league benefits from both those markets doing well: Northern California and. South Florida, but the Miami one's always attached to the big names. At some point, a a huge name is going to go there uh, because it makes a lot of sense. Because Miami is such, it could be messy. I don't. I wasn't going to say any names, but it could be messy, perhaps one day. But uh, that one, they need to. Bridge the gaps. They've got to start getting some sort of winning culture. They feel very far away from it.
0: Messi's not saving that team. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> <He's> not. <laughs> that's why they've
1: got to put a platform before he gets there, yeah. if it is Messi. No one's saving that team. Great questions,
0: guys, as always. Thank you for, for bringing us some hard-hitting ones and really putting Mario on the spot. I think you did a good job there. That was tough.
1: It was tough, yeah. Was but tough.
0: But, but
2: thank you, yeah, yeah You yeah. did a good job yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, Yes. Uh, but
0: we're going to move on to stoppage time. It's our chance to talk about anything that we wanna talk about off the top of our head. And we're gonna go back to Mariano. Mariano, you have the honors of kicking off Stoppage Time. What are you talking stoppage
2: about? Stoppage Time, guys. Well, I wanna talk about LAFC. Like I said before, this is a team that invites you to be part of it with uh, what they show on the field. With Bob Bradley, it was amazing, great uh, seasons, uh, but uh, sadly, they didn't win the MLS Cup, right? Everybody was expecting to do it, just like Atlanta did, but they didn't. They moved from Bob Bradleys, now with Steve Sharundalo. And honestly, I watched the game against Orlando and I really like what I saw from LAFC something different because before it was yes, pretty here, Tiki Taka combining, but in the tough moments when they faced a team like Seattle, they didn't know what to do. I think they lack muscle in the middle and a little bit more of heart. And against Orlando, they didn't have the, the most possession of the ball 60 plus. It was on Orlando's favor. They but they found a way to get their results. Yes, they were lucky in a few in a few plays, but they found a way. Uh, they play as a unit, as a team. They read they read the momentum of the game and they used it on their favors, getting a great, great victory on the road. Uh, and I see something different about this LAFC team. So actually, I think this might be the year that LAFC at least can get to the MLS Cup final. We'll see,
0: we'll see. Interesting. Mm. My stoppage time talk- topic is about goalkeepers. I don't normally like to co- talk about goalkeepers because I don't know much about them. However, I watched the games this weekend, and goalkeepers were so important, I think. In that Cincinnati-Montreal game, there were some gaffes that led to goals. Uh, I know that in San Jose there was a gaffe that led to a goal. Uh, then you go to Houston. Houston gave up a penalty. Miami also, their goalkeeper gave up, a goaltender mm-hmm. gave up a penalty. I'll say this. This is all me talking about this to say, Minnesota, what are you doing right now? Dane St. Clair or Tyler Miller? You've got to figure out, you can't have two number ones or else you have zero number ones. It looks like Dane St. Clair should oh, that was be good man. That
1: was good coach speak right there. He,
0: <laughs> yeah, can't have
1: two. got to have one.
0: Well, look, listen listen to some of these Two's stats. Two is none. Dane St. Clair, three starts, <laughs> two clean sheets. His post-shot XG, he's taken away what is about four goals that could have been against mm. for Minnesota, mm. which means per 90 minutes, he's saving over a goal per 90 minutes, whereas Tyler Miller... Two starts, zero clean sheets, and he's a negative post-shot XG per 90 minutes. He makes quite a lot of money. Dane Sinclair does not. We've heard from Tom Bogart, who is always on top of these things, that uh, the problem is Minnesota is asking for a King's ransom. Maybe Dane St. Clair's worth it, but Minnesota has got to figure out something. Get some different pieces. You can't have both these goalkeepers because you can only play one. So what's Stop the- it. <laughs> I'm just
1: saying. No, that's you do to play point. one goalkeeper at a time? No, that's but that's it. a
0: great point.
2: That's a great point. As a coach, you want uh, the, the only player that you want uh, 100% of the time because they do the less effort is the goalkeeper. Because mm-hmm. you know, everything starts from there. And yep. if you have two, that might be an issue you know, sometimes. So I agree with you.
1: Time now for my stoppage time, correct? Mm. Yes. Let's see what it is. Let's, let's see what it is. Let's see. <laughs>
0: A.K.A. Max doesn't know. I don't remember. I uh, <laughs> it's funny because you remember it in rehearsal.
1: Was, I know it is. The diamond's in the rough. Uh, when I talk about this, it's big picture MLS. So, okay. when we came into the season, who was going to be the MVP? And it was the Carlos Vela. Maybe it's Chicharito. Both playing like an MVP level. Uh, Carlos Gil. Maybe a guy like Sheridan Shakiri comes in and has that effect. Well, right now, it's getting very interesting because a lot of players – that you would have never expected are putting together MVP candidacy in the, in the, in the form that they are so critical to their team. Mm. Daniel Gazdag is at the top of this list. Georgie Mihalovich, a guy we talked about. Brandon Vasquez, another one. So it makes watching this league so much more compelling because when you look a little closer, it's not the guys that you always expect. Not only to help a team out, but to be the most critical player in the league. Right now, if I had to take a vote, I, I, I'd probably say it's Gosdock. That's what I would think. Mm-hmm. It is. It's. It could be Xiao Paulo. Yeah. These are what's going on, and that, that's a that's a good healthy sign of the league. Yes. We we need your stars, and the stars are there. We could use a little bit more star power right now. We have a, some of these young players have to step up. Uh, Alan Velasco, we haven't talked about. I thought he played well in a in a pretty dreary FC Dallas uh, Chicago game. Tiago Almada, uh, Talis Magno. Some Acuna. of these guys. Facundo Torres to come up. The stars are here, but it's those guys, those glue guys, that right now, to me, have had the best season in Major League Soccer. Mm -hmm.
0: A lot of young guys on the cusp, but to Max's point, the guys that are really raising the floor are these unknown quantities.
2: Which is great, which is great, because that's a good sign of uh, the development that this league is going in and the direction that it's taking Mark Anthony Kaye is a great example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a great example. Well. Also
0: tells you we probably we finally have football people doing the picking of these players, right? Yep. The guys actually scouting, which is going to be good in the long term mm. for the league. Mm.
2: We can scout right. players if you guys want. Max yeah. and Max and I are available.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'll
2: run. I'll That's run. I trust you. Yeah.
0: You, you just let him take notes. Uh, here's a look at the rest of your week from a 110 football perspective. Thursday, Mariano's back with me. He's going to join me with a new member of the 110 football family. But you're not well, going to. You're not going to announce. Special guest. I'm not going to announce it yeah. for football. But has a, a, a good CV.
1: Yes, a good a CV. Good c-
0: and it's a sheet. <laughs>
1: He has a great CV. Plenty
0: of Champions League drama to talk about, so join us for that. And Saturday, it's the big one for all of your Galaxy and LAFC fans out there. The battle for Los Angeles resumes at Dignity Health Sports Park, and Connor and I will be there to get you ready for it. So details to follow soon. See, I'm not going to tell you what the details of that are. Do you care? No, you don't. Uh, But we'll be on the 110 Football YouTube channel. Max won't be there. Now, Max will probably be somewhere around.
1: Oh, Connor Every every
0: time we say that Max isn't going to be there, he shows up in the background. Look who you did. Uh, I miss you too, Connor. No, right above that. Oh, what's that? (laughs) <laughs> oh, Latif, great show. Oh, if that really is Lateef. Hey, Lateef. Thank you, Latif. We if want this, this to you. be a, a show a for the players. Yeah. What a player. So you can tune in and Lateef, yeah, yeah. laugh. You, we talked a lot about you in the LFC 360 show, how well you've been performing lately. So join us for that one, too. Yeah. Uh, it's right after training. That's it. That's it. That's it. Thank Man, you. That's this Thank show. you, guys. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, guys. Chat. Connor, Latif, Soccer USA, Thickety Wickets, all our, our usuals. And we start seeing some new faces, too, which is really great. So keep telling your friends. And Dip your toe- dip your toe into the chat. It's not scary. We're we're all friends here. Guys, thank you very much. Thank you, Let's see if The
1: team's a big fan of Eli Lesser, too. Yes. Yeah. Who
0: isn't? <laughs>